I'm VJ Hamilton and welcome to the Autoimmune Reset, the place for you to learn how to thrive with autoimmune disease and feel empowered to take steps to transform your health to feel better than ever. You can start making changes today to improve your health. So with every episode, my mission is to share with you simple ways to up-level your diet and lifestyle with key learnings from my own journey reversing autoimmune disease and inspirational stories from those who have reset their autoimmune symptoms and are now thriving in life. I suffered from autoimmune disease for over 25 years and now I live symptom-free and I wish the same for you as well. So thank you for being here and sharing this time with me. Now let's get started. Hello and welcome to today's edition of my Friday Five episode and today we are going to be focusing on ways that you can reduce harmful chemicals in your environment because I am finding that a lot of the clients that I am working with are being exposed to chemicals without really knowing that they are being exposed to them and as a result it is affecting their health. Now I do run a test in my clinic called the Metabolomics Test And that gives me a great indication of whether my clients are exposed to chemicals and what type of chemicals they might be exposed to. Because really, we're exposed to chemicals in all different areas of our lives. These might be in the form of heavy metals, it might be that we're exposed to plastics or pesticides, as well as many other chemicals. So today I am going to go through five ways that you can reduce your chemical exposure. And the reason that that is important is because when we're exposed to chemicals, yes, our body has this amazing ability to detoxify, but on the flip side, when we become overburdened with toxins, our liver and our detox system becomes overwhelmed. And as a result of that, we can then end up with toxicity in our cells, which can result in immune dysfunction and cellular dysfunction all over the body and in different systems and organs in the body. So this is why this is so important if you have an autoimmune disease or if you have any inflammatory condition. So the first thing to start with is diet. It's always going to be diet. And a lot of our food is exposed to chemicals in different ways. It really is difficult to always buy organic food. So the best thing to do is to look at the environmental working groups list, which is called the Dirty Dozen list. And that is a list that is compiled every year And it gives you a really good indication of the fruits and vegetables that have the most pesticides in them. And I would recommend looking at that list and always buying organic if you're eating those foods. And the good thing is that the Environmental Working Group also does a list called the Clean 15. And for the Clean 15, there are going to be fewer pesticides in those fruits and vegetables. So if you are struggling with any options, then go for those because those can be eaten non-organic. Best solution would be to always eat organic, but I, I realize that these might not always be available to you and they are ordinarily more expensive. The other thing with diet is the way that we cook our food because when we cook meat especially and we char it, that becomes highly oxidized. And when we eat those types of foods, they can create free radicals in the body. So what we do want to focus 
in on is the way that we cook food and steaming from a toxin perspective is most optimal but then you can bake food you can saute food but just making sure that you're not charring it you don't want that browning effect on food the last thing to mention is to do with fish And unfortunately, farmed salmon in particular has a lot of toxins in it. And it is always worth going over to the Environmental Working Group's website, which is ewg.org. So head over there and they have a list of the good seafood guide. So it can give you a better understanding of what fish is safer to eat. But I would say for the most part, try to avoid farmed salmon if you can and go for that wild caught salmon. So next is cookware. And I remember going to a presentation quite some time ago, I think it was with Dr. Tom O'Brien, and he spoke in depth about cookware and how toxic it can be. And I went through a process quite slowly, I made a plan of replacing my cookware. So the first thing to do is to consider the materials of your heating and storing containers. You may be using trays for baking food, and I substituted all my aluminium baking trays for glass baking trays and you can buy some really lovely glass baking trays. I find that you don't need to use um, the oil or anything when you use them. I find them actually better than the aluminium trays. So you can you can make a plan to invest in those and if you're baking a lot then that might be the first thing to think about. And just with your storage containers as well, looking to buy glass containers instead of plastic containers is going to be best because when we use plastic, especially when we put hot food in plastic, it can leach into the food. It's only small amounts, but that can build up over time. And that's the thing with these chemicals. In small amounts, they're not harmful, but it's when we're using these things every day. And I once had a client who showed that she had a very high chemical exposure to plastic. And I was like, there must be something that you're using every day. And she had a plastic bottle, which she had just been reusing for months. And so we switched that and we switched that to a glass and stainless steel container instead. So that's a really good th- place to start for your cookware. Also think about nonstick pans. Now, unfortunately, with nonstick pans, when you turn the heat upon them, the chemicals can produce not only toxic fumes that you'll inhale, but it can also, again, leach into the food. So look for ceramic pans or stainless steel pans. They're the best ones to go for when you're looking at pots and pans for being the most chemical free. And then chopping boards. I know a lot of us will use plastic chopping boards. They have certainly been recommended to me from a hygiene perspective, but actually using a bamboo and wood cutting board is going to be much better because the plastics that are in the chopping boards can leach into foods. And a lot of these plastics can not only cause cellular dysfunction, but they can mimic the roles of some hormones in the body, especially estrogen. And as a result of that, we can have hormone imbalance. So I have invested in some lovely wooden chopping boards and always make sure you wash your wood or bamboo cutting board with hot soapy water and allow it to air dry. Now, next is the home. We come 
into contact with a lot of chemicals at home. And that is why I always advise purchasing an air purifier for the room that you're spending the most time in, whether it be your office or your bedroom at night. And the one I recommend is the high efficiency particulate air purifier which you may know as HEPA or HEPA and that really helps remove the dust, mold spores, bacteria and viruses from the air. Not so much the chemicals but more the molds and dust that we're exposed to and people can have allergies to these, people can have almost intolerances and sensitivities to these things and mold can create a lot of dysfunction in the body including the immune system. So if you haven't invested in a HEPA filter, check those out, I really do recommend them. And the next thing in your home is when you have older furniture or old carpets, over time they do end up storing and having a lot of dust in them. And I know I went through a period of being very sick with a cough, sore throat, it just kept coming back. And the two things that were happening at the time is the office I was working in had taken up all the carpets. So I was exposed to all the old dust from those carpets. And the same thing happened at home. We had very old carpets and we were living in quite an old house with mould as well. I went to the doctors about it after having it for three months and they said that I had a sensitivity to dust. And once we replaced all the carpets in our house with wood floors, I was absolutely fine. I invested in a filter, bought some wood floors and I got better very quickly. And the next thing that you can do for your home is to bring in plants. I absolutely love houseplants. I'll probably do another Friday Five on houseplants because I think that they bring so much to the environment. Not only do they help clear out chemicals, but they just to be surrounded by plants makes me happy. (laughs) And I love flowers as well, but I I like a plant because it's growing and it's changing and I feel like there is longevity with a plant. Now, NASA's clean air study found that plants do purify the air. I thought one plant in particular was quite interesting, the Barberton daisy, which has been shown to help specifically with toxins like formaldehyde that can be in household materials from paint to synthetic fibres. So have a look, there's um, quite a few lists of different houseplants that can be beneficial. And as I said, I might pop in with another Friday Five episode on my five recommended houseplants. Now the next thing to focus on for removing harmful chemicals from your environment is your personal care products. And the main thing I would say to think about with your personal care products is the smell. Because often when we have fragrance or perfume in a product, there is a chemical there. So really look for unscented, fragrance-free personal care products and they're gonna have less plastics in them. I mentioned earlier that these plastics and chemicals can get into our body and disrupt our hormones. So it is really important. So make sure when you are buying any personal care products that you look on the back of the label. You can also use a an app or a tool such as Clear Ya, which is Clear YA, or Think Dirty. And when you go on these apps, you will find that it will list the toxic ingredients on some of the 
products that you might be buying and Think Dirty even has a ranking of safety products um, which is really good to use so you can use those tools to because it is it's very difficult to be able to interpret some of the ingredients yourself which is why these apps are really beneficial and then why not make your own personal care products I went on a weekend retreat where we made personal care products I believe I came out of it saying that I was going to start my own company around it was quite a while ago but I couldn't believe that with things that are probably sitting in your fridge right now you can make moisturizer you can make cleansers you can make all sorts of things and you know that they are clean if you're making them yourself and they don't have any toxins in them Um, so maybe look up a course similar to what I did or just buy locally from there are lots of naturopaths and Uh, people making these natural products themselves and I think you're guaranteed when you're purchasing products from companies like that that they are just going to be pure and I really can see a difference in my skin when I'm using natural products. Last but not least we get to water. Water is so important. Our bodies are made of the majority of our body is made of water so we want to make sure that we are getting good quality water. So again you can use a filter to help filter out these impurities from the water and I particularly like the tabletop Berkey filter because tap water can have antibiotics lurking in it because when we take antibiotics and we excrete them from our body they go into the water system so it really is key to be filtering your water and then you have hard and soft water as well but there is, interestingly there is a study that says that the lithium in hard water might actually be good for heart health Um, And the other thing to do is if you are drinking tap water is you don't want that stagnant water that has been in the pumping line overnight. So make sure if you are drinking any water in the morning that you're letting the tap run for a little bit. Obviously, we don't want it to be wasteful, but if you just get out that water that's been sat there overnight and you can maybe use it for washing some dishes and then drink the tap water after that, preferably with using a filter. And then the last thing I would say about water is that if you are buying water, always buy from a glass bottle because again, the plastic in plastic bottles can seep into the water. There was a health scare around BPA, so all the companies changed their bottles to BPS instead, which is meant to be less harmful than BPA. But the truth is, it is a plastic at the end of the day. And if it gets into your body, we don't know really exactly the extent of what it can do. But they did look into this for BPA and showed that it it can impair health. And that is why it is best to always buy from a glass bottle or a high quality stainless steel bottle. And again, if you are using a bottle for going to the gym or when you go to work, I would really opt for a glass or stainless steel bottle to carry your water in. And there are my five Friday five recommendations this week at reducing harmful chemicals from your environment. I do really think it is key. I 
work with clients a lot around their cellular health because it's so key in autoimmune disease, not just for producing energy, but your immune health. And one of the tests I run is the metabolomics test, which gives me a really great insight to somebody's cellular health and also whether there is any toxicity in their environment. So if you would like to hear more about that test and how we can work together, then please feel free to contact me. You can go over to my website, which is theautoimmunitynutritionist.com or you can find me on Instagram at theautoimmunitynutritionist. If you would like to join the autoimmunity community, then pop over to Facebook and join us over there. It's a community of strong-willed people with autoimmune disease learning to thrive in life. I'd love to see you there. If not, have a fantastic weekend. Maybe put a few of these recommendations into practice and let me know how you get on. And have a great weekend and I'll speak to you soon. Take care. Thank you very much for joining me today on the Autoimmune Reset. I really hope you enjoyed the discussion and be sure to subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss an episode. And if you liked it, I would hugely appreciate a review on iTunes as it helps me understand what you like about the podcast and to help share the information with more people. I'm excited to speak to you next time. And remember, you have the power to take the reins on your health. So keep the faith and celebrate the small wins. Until next time.